Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I am going to have a lot of fun, hugely excited uh, to be interviewing someone who um, whose work I have followed for my in- almost my entire career in the marketing industry. So over 20 years, Jennifer Stevens, Executive Editor for International Living. Jen, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. All right. So we're going to geek out over marketing and all things IL. Let's go back in time a little bit for our folks living under a rock who doesn't know what International Living is. Please tell them. Yeah, so International Living is a monthly magazine and a huge website. Um, We have lots of conferences and all kinds of resources for people who are interested in living a more international life. Um, But more than that, living a life where they don't have to stress about not having enough money or that sort of thing. Ways that we teach people how they can retire better overseas and, um, and do it for less than it would cost them to stay home. Now, I am sure my own amateur assessment is there are uh, you you have an incredible pop- subscriber base. I'm guessing a number of those folks. Do you know what percentage breakdown to people actually go live overseas versus people who just like learning about it? Well, let me say I, we ha- anecdotally, yes, yeah. but I would say that the vast majority of people aren't going to pick up their lives and move entirely overseas. We have 500,000 people who read who, you know, follow us on social media. We have 500,000 who are, get our postcards and about 100,000 who are um, on our paid, our paid list of people. And most of those people aren't going to completely upend their lives and go full time abroad. But, you know, I really believe wholeheartedly that being an IL person is somebody who's just interested in a wider world, somebody who likes to travel, somebody who wants to travel in interesting ways, somebody who maybe wants to spend a month somewhere or three months somewhere, someone who might want to own a place in another country and have it pay for itself. So they get to go whenever they want to go on vacation. They can send their kids, they can send their grandkids, they can send their parents, whatever it might be. But these are ways to kind of diversify their investments, but also diversify their lives. You know, our, our our best readers are people who are just excited about the possibilities in the world, whether that's for lifestyle or investment, retirement, whatever it might be. So to answer your question more directly, are most people going to go live abroad full-time? No, not, no, they're not. Um, but that doesn't mean that you're not selling the dream. Absolutely. And we're going to talk, we're going to do a deep dive on selling the dream in a minute. So how did, for folks who aren't 
students of marketing history and who don't study the best in the business, how did International Living get started and what has that turned into? Yeah, so International Living was the first publication started by Bill Bonner when he started the Agora. It was the first Agora publication, and Bill was really interested in leading a more international life himself, and the information wasn't out there about how you did it. So he created International Living to show people how it's done. It started out as a newsletter, and it's grown into a magazine over the years. And uh, yeah, we've the core mission, though, has always remained the same, and to this day is is very much you know what what Bill envisioned. Um, international Living, the service that International Living prov would provide, is what we still provide. Only now we do it in a much richer way. I mean, it used to be this sort of, you know, it was a small monthly newsletter that went out in the mail. And now we've got a daily e-letter. We've got a monthly magazine. We have huge reports and resources. We run conferences on online and also um, in person. So we've kind of grown it into this multimedia you know, endeavor, yes. uh, which has been great. The internet, you know, but as with lots of information products, right? The internet changed everything, right? It allowed us to reach new people and do it in more interesting ways. Absolutely. And then of course, the success of international living certainly spins off into the multi-billion dollar empire that Agora is. Right. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we're in, in a way, I feel like international living is a little bit, so we're tangential in a way now, because we're not, we don't do what the rest of Agora does. We, we do talk about investment, but we are very much focused on the dream when we, I mean, we really are like when we're selling international living, what we're selling is such a, in some ways, such a hard thing, right? Now, I mean, how many people go out, I think, like, like the idea of living overseas, they're all, oh, that'd be great. I'd love to do that. And then they go out to their garage and they see all the crap that's in it. And they just think like, I can't ever get rid of all this stuff. And then they come back inside and they're like, I can't do it. So what we have to do is sort of get people, we got to give people the inspiration to do it, but also the resources they need to do to do it and kind of in some ways do it in a stepwise way. So we can say like, look, that might be your dream. Maybe you're not going to go do it today, but we can tell you how to go to Ecuador for a month and you can live there for a month and it'll be, we, we had told a great story once about guy who went to Ecuador from Arizona for the summer. So he goes to Ecuador and he lives up in the highlands of Ecuador. And he says, you know, I spent less all in my airfare, my, all of my rent, my day-to-day -day expenses, everything. I spent less than I spent on my air conditioning in Arizona for those three months, you know? And so you don't have to go live somewhere a whole your life you can live that cool international have that experience and do it for a short period of time too absolutely and obviously there, there's things like airbnb that help make that much easier now that didn't exist back when bill was starting on his typewriter and you're right your magazine and publication isn't like 90 something percent of the rest of the agoras you're not giving stock tips you're not giving it's not a hardcore investment or wealth building newsletter although there are some things every once in a while i i think there's a lot of i think yours is more dream-based than anyone else right because yeah. if i am in tech confidential or true wealth or whatever it's relatively easy for me i would imagine there is a much higher percentage of those subscribers who go place a stock trade who go yeah. buy something and say, I'm doing, even if they don't do every trade in every portfolio, they're going, I did what I was told and hopefully I'll make some money because it's a click of a mouse as opposed to, you mentioned, 
getting rid of literally everything and moving to Portugal for the rest of my life. Right, exactly. And so, I mean, I think we really have, uh, we've tried to expand over the years, like the the vision of what an IL person, who an IL person is, what the, what that dream is. That dream, the dream, I think, ultimately is to lead this more interesting, fuller, more more international, more engaging, more adventure-filled life. I mean, we all get up in the morning and we all, you know, you take a shower and you go to work and you just, it's nine to five. And and if you can get your international living coming to you, you know, coming to you every month and you open it up and you're hearing these stories about people that have just decided, you know, enough, I'm going to redefine what my life looks like. It's hard to sell that in a way because it, of all those practical things, like the resistance that as a, as a marketer, the resistance is huge, right? It's not just like, oh, I don't have 10,000 bucks to put into that. It's, you know, or me, so maybe I'll just do it. Maybe I'll just buy 200 bucks worth of that stock today or whatever. Like it's easier to scale it down. What we've tried to do with international living over the years, because that resistance is huge. You go in the garage, you think I can't get rid of all the stuff you saw. I can't do this. We try to offer all kinds of other ways you can lead a more interesting life. And core to it is this idea that doesn't have to be expensive, that anybody can do it. Of course, we would love to have our best, all of our best buyers be all our buyers, right? I mean, like anybody, we want all our buyers to be really wealthy and, and willing to buy multiple pieces of real estate in interesting markets around the world. Like that's That would be our dream, but that's not the American population, right? That isn't who everybody is. So we are, of course always looking for those, you know, higher end readers, but our core reader, our core reader is just somebody who likes to travel, somebody who's interested in the world, who has the loves, the idea of maybe going to spend their summers in Paris. You know what I mean? They might end up. And we do see this among readers who say, who take that small step. I'm going to go for a month. And then they think the next year I'm going to go for three months. And then they're there for three months and they think, why do I keep going home? Like, this is so nice. I'm just going to stay. And then they come home and they figure it out. And then they do, they do go and they stay. Um, but yeah, we're not selling instant gratification at international living. We are we're selling the dream that you as a regular person could lead a really interesting, engaging life that is looks a lot different than your life every day when you're scraping, you're scraping uh, ice off your car window in the I winter. You have a webcam at my house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're hacked into our ring. So we've talked about selling the dream a number of times. The and the aspirational aspect of it all, the original sales letter that Bill wrote to sell international living is one of, at least in the marketing world, most famous sales letters and most successful of all time, which we've used as inspiration for many, many, many swipes. Talk a little bit about how the marketing has evolved as the magazine empire and other opportunities have expanded and how things have changed over the years. Yeah, so we still, that that letter doesn't, in its in its original form doesn't really work anymore for us. It's just that the, the world has sort of evolved. Right. You know, it used to be that you could get, it was really hard to get any information about the world because the internet didn't exist. So we really were bringing information to you that you could not find anywhere else. And that letter, part of the reason that letter worked is because it was just really a crazy, unique idea, right? You can, the whole, the outer envelope, you know, the carrier says retire overseas. And you think, really, I could do that. But now, you know, everyone's writing about this. Like it used to be, nobody was writing about it. Now lots of people are writing about it and they're writing about it online. And any old person in their living room can go log in and find out about it. And so we've had to shift 
what we do. Our core promise is the same. We are still giving people information about the world that they cannot find anyplace else. And we're doing it because we have people of our own who are based around the world in the countries we recommend, and we are getting them to give us the kind of insider information you can't find online. But we've had to shift a little bit because, you know, it used to be that just the information alone was compelling enough. Now, I think we have to we have to show that what we're doing is we're, we're being discerning, right? We aren't just giving you information. We're giving you connections. We're giving you um, on the ground resources. You know, any old random blogger person can who's, you know, someone who decides they're going to go to Portugal can start a blog about moving to Portugal. But you know, how credible is that person? We don't know. Do they have, you know, other things going on? Are they selling real estate on the side? Are they, you know, running a tour company? Is it objective or not objective? How useful will it be for you? You don't necessarily know. And so we've had to kind of shift the way we talk about ourselves to really highlight some of the stuff that we always did, but we didn't make such a big deal of because it didn't occur to us to, and we maybe didn't have to. Um, so now, you know, we have this network of people. We've been writing about this stuff for almost 45 years, right? We know things about these countries that someone who's just popped in for two months and decides to start a blog, they don't know. And so we've had to kind of move toward talking more in our marketing about how you're joining a network when you join International Living. You're, you're becoming a member of a group of people who is like-minded and who can help each other. Um, and that's sort of something we never had to sell before sell before. Before we talked about just, we're going to give you a newsletter, right? We're going to give you a magazine. We're going to tell you the information. Now you're becoming part of a group and you're in the family, so to speak, and we're going to help you. And that's been a little bit of a shift. The core ideas though, are very much still the same. We're still selling that same dream. We're just talking about the features a little bit differently. Absolutely. So let's talk about the evolution of that. Because when you started, you meant, right, there was no internet. You couldn't Google it. There wasn't a ton of books at the library. Um, then obviously the biggest start of it in my assessment would have been like Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week, you know, telling everybody you could go live anywhere. And then obviously that took a quantum leap forward with the advent of stuff like Airbnb, where all of a sudden now I could go, it was easy to rent for a couple of days or rent for a week or rent for a month in another country. Yeah, it's easier than ever to do what we are talking about. It's never been, I mean, there's more information out there and, and infrastructure's improved around the world. I mean, you remember it used to be when I lived, the first time that I lived in France to call home, I had to go you know, to a payphone and you had to, you did it on a Sunday. So it was less expensive and you called back home, right? You know, that, that, that doesn't exist anymore. Now you can just get on the phone. You can get on, you know, FaceTime with your grandkids. Your feet can be in the sand on the beach in Belize. Like the whole sort of that, that idea that um, going abroad for a long period of time is really a separation, that it was this huge leap of faith. It's much less of a leap of faith now. Um, and so now I think that the challenge is that there's, in some ways, there's so much more information out there that the challenge for the reader, the challenge for the, our members is to figure out what's credible and what's not, what's really useful to them and what's not. And that's where we come in because we're, we can, can give you what's really happening on the ground. And we're not just sort of saying like, I went to this one town. So I think it's great. You know, we're asking around, we are spending extended periods of time in these countries so that we can give 
real information about it, not just one random person's assessment. So I think that that the way we market, we've had to separate, we have to distinguish ourselves in the marketplace in a way we never did in the past because we were the only ones doing it. Now lots of people are doing it. Absolutely. And I think let's talk a little bit about how you got there. How like how international living, how we got to where we are now. Got to, how you got to international living. And I got <laughs> that's actually a really funny story. Um well, I was living in Baltimore and I was looking at, I was, I had been living overseas. I'd lived overseas multiple times. I was in the Peace Corps uh, when I was after college. And so I'd lived in Africa and I speak French and, and, um, and a very poor dialect of Swahili. Um, and I, uh, I was working for a magazine that was a startup. Some business week guys had started up um, an international business magazine. And I could see the writing on the wall, they were going to run out of money. But on the side, I was volunteering uh, for the local NPR station. I was helping run their news, write their newsletter because I didn't know anyone when I moved to Baltimore. And I figured everyone at the magazine was like, you know, 50 year old men and I didn't have any friends. So I was like, I got to go like find my people. So I went and I volunteered to write this, write this newsletter for the NPR station. And when I could see that, I was like, I don't even know if they'll make payroll. Like, this is crazy. So I decided I better ask my my people does anyone have a job for me and it was a whole bunch of women who wrote in Baltimore and they worked for Johns Hopkins and they worked for the Sun and they were just writers and editors in Baltimore and so one of them worked at Agora and called me the next I don't know a few days later and said um hey I I was talking to a, another friend of mine and she says that they have this publication at this place called Agora and you'd be perfect for it so they're having this um like party you want to go and I said yeah that sounds great and I said well when is it she says Oh, oh, it's in like an hour. And I'm like, an hour? You know? I'm like, okay. So I throw some decent clothes on. She can't pick me up. And I basically crashed a cocktail party and got a job. Um, so it's a classic Agora, Agora story, actually. Um, but I I was actually I was quite qualified for this job, mind you. I I was working at an international magazine and I was an editor before that. And so I, you know, and I had was well traveled. So that's how I ended up um, at Agora. And I, I've sort of been, I've just been in international living all this time. I, I took a little bit of a break when I had my kids, but otherwise I've been at IL and I have this, I think um, a kind of like-minded vision for what IL is with Bill. It aligns with what um, the original vision of what IL is, I think in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, that's how I got there. <laughs> Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I think that people are so stuck in the narratives that they have been fed um, and, and feel like they do not have the flexibility that they actually do have. I think that in part of a core to what we do at International Living is to talk about how affordable life is in the other place in other places around the world and not just affordable, but like, you know, the, the pace tends to be saner. Um, people tend to be, I mean, life in the U.S. today is, it's pretty divisive, you know, I mean, we just went through this election cycle, and I mean, oh my goodness, right, people are stressed out, and, you know, you go and you spend, even if you're spending a month someplace else, you can decompress in a way I think it's really hard to do in the United States, and you can afford to do it. We're fed this, we're fed this kind of commentary that, like, this is the life you have, like, this is what it looks like, and I think at IL, 
that we try to change that narrative. You know, we're very much invested in saying like, look, you've got options nobody else is telling you about. And we can show you not only what those options are, but we will take you by the hand and we will show you how to take advantage of them. So that could be to go, you know, live in Portugal, as you've mentioned Portugal earlier. You know, it is really not as expensive to live in Portugal as it is to live in the United States. And people cannot get that through their heads. Like that just seems crazy to folks, but it is the truth. And that is true in all of the countries that we that we talk about, anywhere from Malaysia to Costa Rica to Panama to France to Italy. I mean, you can live a very comfortable life for less than it costs you to stay home. And so I just feel like I'm on a mission to help people understand that, whether they do it or not. I think we live in a global world and people should understand how wonderful that world is. We have so much more in common with people around the world than than not. And I don't know. I guess it's important for me to, for folks to understand that. Amen to all of that. Well, we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some with us. I could spend hours, if not days, um, <laughs> uh, over obsessing over all things international living. For our folks watching and listening who want to learn more, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah, go to internationalliving.com. And we have a free e-letter. It goes out every day. By all means, sign up for that. And we have a magazine. Um, you can, you'll, you'll, you'll be offered the magazine when you go to our website. But by all means, sign up for our free e-letter because A, it's free. And I think you'll like it. All right. I will agree to that 100%. You will absolutely like it. I have been a subscriber to the magazine um, for many, many, many years, including back when it was a newsletter. So uh, this has been Seth Green with Jennifer Stevens from International Living. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 888 2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.